I'm Zach Innett. Hey, I'm Caleb Hackett. I'm Noel Robson. And I'm Ronnie Singh. Uh, today we'll be talking about the 21 Irrefutable Laws of Leadership by John C. Maxwell. And it talks about 21 different laws that pretty much make someone a great leader and like all different aspects of leadership in general and how you can live them in your life to become a great leader. Um, to me, leadership is more about like the basics around a certain individual that can teach other people how to accomplish tax task efficiently and like without hiccups for the most part. Uh, for me, being a good leader is just inspiring others because they're in the front leading, working alongside the people, communicating, making good decisions. Then other people see them and they want to work harder, try so, to match them. So you think it's more of like follow the leader? Yeah. For, oh, geez. I'm sorry, my voice sounds like through a cheese grater. Um, for me, a leader is generally, again, what uh, Noel said, is someone who inspires others, but also accomplishes the main goal at hand, sacrificing themselves and what their wants or needs may be. I would say, like, I agree with all of you how, like, a good leader is someone that can inspire people, but then also I'd say, like, a good leader always, like, also is able to get people to do stuff, because, like, you might be able to inspire people, but, like, say, like, you're trying to, like, get them to, like, <laughs> fall on your trail, and, like, like, they don't want to do that, but, like, you have to be able to, like, get them to do what you want to say, to get, like, a task done. Yeah, and you kind of have to have the whole um, respect thing. Yeah. Like, like we were talking about in class, when you have to have the certain qualities of leader to exemplify or to um, embody, like fair and then intelligent, creative, all those things that kind of go into making the person who they need to be. If people don't respect you, they're a lot less unwilling to do something for you, a lot less willing to do something for you than if they did respect you and like what you're trying to get done. They probably won't really help you or do what they're told or someone as well if you're just sitting there too. Yeah. yeah. If you're not if you're not with them. You're the best lead by the front. Yeah. Yeah. So just lead by example. Same. Mm -hmm. Yeah. That's a big thing, leading by example. People aren't going to listen to you if you're not doing what you're saying. Yeah. And with, the, with that, it's like you have to be good at what you're saying, too. You can't just expect others to always be better than you, but mm -hmm. while you're like kind of bossing them around. That's true. I mean, to be a leader, you don't really have to be better than them. No, not necessarily better, but like you have to like achieve a certain standard. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. And you got to work to get everyone up, like, up to that standard, too, and eventually... Because it kind of ties in with like making new leaders from the people below you, and then because, like, when like Sergeant McKinchell was talking about, like, in combat, like, one guy goes down and the next person picks it up, is like they're expected to be able to keep picking it up yeah. as they go along. As they say, the weakest chain can affect everyone, or the weakest link in a chain. I don't know, it's something like that. <laughs> you guys know what I'm talking about. Or you can only move as slow as the, or as fast as the slowest person. Yeah. Yeah, because you know, leave me by the line. Yeah.
So that kind of ties into like our top five laws on this. Mm-hmm. Um, we did reproduction, priorities, sacrifice, timing, and legacy. For the law of reproduction, um, I thought that we were kind of like in agreement that impacts all of us because it's like the basics to establish future leaders. And that's like a big part of ROTC and then just kind of anywhere that you go in life because someone's always going to be teaching you what to do at the same time. And then once you become like successful enough or a more of a strong leader, then you'll have somebody under you that you're influencing and teaching their, your skills. And it's kind of our responsibility to raise up the next generations of leaders below us. Like, at, like let's say when we're MS4s, it's kind of our job to teach like the MS1s and the new people coming to college how to do college, how to how to grow. do college. Yeah, exactly. How to college. <laughs> nice. Yeah, sure. How to uh, like grow within themselves in the program and then establish their own leadership. And then but you can't always use the same techniques on everyone. You have to adjust to like each person individually, I think. Uh, the law of timing is really important because if you do the wrong, or there's like four examples, but if you do like the wrong action at the wrong time, it just won't go well. You have like borderline disaster in your hand. Nobody's going to be listening to you. If you do the right action at the wrong time, like you, you know, it's the right thing to do. But everyone else doesn't. So they'll be fighting you, trying not to do it. Then there's also doing the wrong action at the right time, which is just bad. It's just a mistake. You, you'll, it's like when you're marching and you just suddenly take a sharp right and send them all off a cliff. And then if you do the right action at the right time, everything goes perfectly. I think like timing also can like determine how like well something goes because like as you're saying like you could do something at the right time or the right thing at the wrong time, but it like wouldn't be as good as if if you did it the like the right time. Well, if you do it at the wrong time, like you might know it's the right thing to do, but everyone else has no idea. Yeah, that's true. They just don't understand. They're not on the same page yeah. as you. Um, <laughs> with that said, um, timing kind of leads into priorities because it's, oh geez, timing is kind of leading into priorities where <laughs> you might not do something at the right time. I don't know where I'm going. <laughs> so, let's get priorities for a sec. <laughs> go over yeah, to the next I'll go. <laughs> so another law that we thought was very important was legacy. And that's like talking about like remembering like what past people have done for you, like what you leave behind after you get out of something. And legacy can be like really impactful on the people below you because if you leave a like a long legacy that's like super impactful on multiple people, then they'll keep talking about like the great things you did to people farther down in the generations. And then like some of your great actions that you did as a leader will be like impactful to like other people that just heard your stories like they might not even like have ever met you in your life but just from the stories about you could have a big impact on how they lead and like other stuff like that but like you could also leave a bad legacy on people which would not be very good (laughs) really 
Like a good leader should always leave, like, well, leave, leave a good legacy behind. Because if you don't, can you really consider yourself a good leader? That's where it kind of comes into reproduction, like how they want to like mm-hmm. be inspired by the person. Yeah. And then like kind of like that kind of ties in with like sacrifice because a lot of leaders like put themselves before everyone else, which is yeah. pretty big in creating a legacy, for example. Because a lot of people will like give up certain things to help grow, like let's say their company or the people around them to become better people by giving up something of theirs to put in front of like everybody else. I would definitely say legacy and reproduction go hand in hand with each other. Yeah. And then like, if for example, sacrifice, like let's say you give up like some of your time to help a classmate or you give up some of like your own money to like help somebody else, like get a textbook, like that's going to make like a, a big lasting impact on their life. And then they're going to look up, you'd be like, oh, maybe how, how can I help somebody or how can I learn to be better? Or they could just tell that story to people below them and then they could get that same idea. Mm-hmm. I mean, in that case, you guys are kind of prioritizing what you're choosing. I was like, if you end up helping out one person, you end up not helping another and you're kind of picking and choosing on which on who you want to help. What and on top of that is a lot of leaders end up confusing activity with accomplishments, and it's not necessarily how much you do; it's the worth of what you did do, even if that is very small. small. Um, you like a lot of leaders, or a lot of supposed leaders, are not technically thinking ahead or not trying to think ahead, even though you kind of need to end up uh, like looking ahead and working to help in the long run versus the short run. I agree with that. That kind of ties into like how all these are relevant to us as students and then especially within ROTC and then just normal people at JMU here too. Yeah. Because like the fundamental skills of being a good leader like that's kind of like the goal of ROTC because we're trying to become officers to lead people in a sense and it helps with like other classes like with group assignments and activities that we have to do like because if no one's the leader of your group you're not going to get like much done especially at JMU since JMU like I'm sorry uh JMU really <laughs> focuses on working with each other and like getting involved community and or just with other people in general like they never want you to feel like you're alone by yourself yeah because there's always like events happening and then like they try to like include everyone almost to like create a sense of like that family at gmu definitely like you definitely won't only use leadership in rtc here like look any class you have there'll be a time where you need to like step up and be a leader like say you play intramural sports maybe you could be the team captain or like you're in a like Greek life, you could try to be president. Like it's really there are multiple places you could do it here. Or anywhere in life in general. That's right, June. It kind of sets you up later for life, like when you have job a like a good job, like because you know like what to look out for and then how to help other people at the same time. There can always be a leader in pretty much any situation in life. Yeah, I agree with that. That shows up. All right, so one specific example of 
a leader would be one of the old captains on one of my soccer teams. Because when we were down by like, I think, two goals at the time, he brought us all into a little circle for like a second or two in the field. He gave us this really inspiring speech. Even though he might not have been the best player on the team, not been trying the hardest, but he all inspired us to work harder. And well, in the end, we kind of lost anyways, but <laughs> but we did play a lot better for the remaining time on the field. Were you guys uh, like upset that you lost or were you just more happy that like no, you were? I mean, we, yeah, we wanted to win, but <laughs> but at least you didn't you like, tried. At least you didn't put your heads down and just yeah, give up. No, we, we got one back, but we just couldn't get the second one. So what type of law would you say, like? Uh, he fun? definitely failed at the timing, but. <laughs> <laughs> it was half gone. But, but he did have his priority straight, I guess, at the time. And I guess legacy could be tied in a little bit to that. Because he still remembered. Yeah. Uh, from their leadership, or what I took away from that was that sometimes you just need to make a little speech, even though if you're just saying stuff just to say it. Sometimes it'll really help some people. Kind of like motivation. Yeah, motivation. Yeah. yeah. Um, I would say one like really impactful leader in my life was my lacrosse coach in high school because he was more of the person that he wasn't like coaching like to exactly win, like it was a priority. But he was more focused on making like better people out of the team. So like we had like more of an impact on the community per se. Like he would make us do community work and everything. And like he like was always there if like someone was down. Cause like our team like went through like a huge struggle my sophomore year. And he like he made sure like he talked to every single player on that team to make sure they were doing all right and like if he could do anything for them, which I'd say like connects to the legacy law because like that affected me a lot because like now if like any like I see anyone that like is having problems like I always try to like help them out or anything like go out of my way to help them because like I feel like that's more important than winning the games that we were playing but like we, he also like made us work hard like he told us like that we always need to like do our best and like whatever we do so I think he like ha he'll have a lasting legacy on the whole team which I think that like translated on me here at JMU just, and just in general in my life, because like it really makes me like try to be a good person, go out of my way to help others while I'm here, even if like I don't barely know, them, like I'll go out and try to help them. That's good. And it's kind of that kind of ties in to like how we can use the laws here at JMU for all of us, and, like yeah. how other people can like learn them kind of like we can try to practice like timing every day or like looking back up at someone that like really influenced you or keeping in mind like reproduction like how there's always someone above you that's kind of teaching that you can go to to learn from like we have mentors in rtc but like even though we're not technically considered a mentor we could always go out and try to help someone else and right. be like their mentor even if we're not officially called one yeah, it's kind of like trial and error. Like you just keep going and like you try something to help somebody 
And then you never know unless you don't try. Exactly. And then like you can look it back at like what say like what some MS words have done that didn't really work out. And then you can try to like establish something better from what they learned. I mean that's the whole like A A and R thing. Yeah. I always do. Mm-hmm. It's to constantly make it better. To make the program we'll better. We'll be able to see those when we're leading. Yeah. And then we can go off of that. And then like also to kind of like get people to like learn the laws is to keep their greater goal in mind, like what you want to do with your life and how to get there, like the steps to get there. I think that's a pretty big one. And one danger thing is to not let the power of becoming a leader get into your head. Because sometimes the best way to lead is to not lead. Just not. Sometimes you just got to let them do things. Then maybe point out a couple things here and there, but let them try to figure it out for themselves. Or just like lead by action. Like you don't have to be like telling everyone like what they should do. Yeah. Like, so just if you're doing it, like then they'll see that and like try to copy you. That sounds good. Um. So again, I'm Caleb Hackett. No Robson. Ronnie Singh. Zach in it. And remember, stay classy, JMU. <laughs>